I believe every person deserves kindness in their lives. I believe kindness has the power to change us from the inside out, to change the world beginning with you and me. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Self-Kindness, Self-Kindness with Pete. It's about figuring out how kindness towards ourselves can be our superpower, how kindness is more than just a reward at the end of the day. It's about living clear lives, focused lives, motivated by loving concern, rather than motivated by fear and anxiety. It's about how we make that change. How does self-kindness show up the moment we need it the most? You are so worthy of the kindness that's already in you. And each week, we'll be exploring how to do that with people who are leading this kindness awakening in their own lives. My name is Pete Sibley, and I'm so grateful you're here. Hello, and welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley, and so grateful as always to have you here joining me on this episode, on this podcast. We're doing this self-kindness thing. How's it going today? As always, I want to just invite you and remind you that this moment right here, it's the time to start exploring and experiencing self-kindness in your life. And that can be as simple as turning your wonderful attention in and just checking in with you. So are you on your walk right now listening to this? Are you driving your car? Are you setting up your store for the day or tearing it down? Did you just teach a classroom full of kids and you're taking things off of the bulletin board? Wherever you are, so grateful you've been joining me. If you are brand new to Self-Kindness with Pete, welcome. So grateful you're here trying it out. If you're returning, so great that you're here. You know, a lot of you are returning, and I love that. I do take a look at, um, you know, watching the downloads, and it's super exciting to just see those numbers growing. That is telling me that self-kindness, uh, you know, it's important for some of us We to, to check it out, to see what's there. And if you're listening to this in real time, when it's uh, being released on November 12th, 2020, you can still sign up and celebrate World Kindness Day with me, which is November 13th, 2020. And how I am celebrating that is with a live streaming event, an hour-long event to really jump into and explore uh, the power of self-kindness. We're going to be looking at what is self-kindness, how does it fit uh, in our lives, and, you know, how can self-kindness practice take a look at negative self-talk, self-blame, anxiety, anger, frustration, all of those things that bubble up, and where self-kindness comes in to be a benefit, to help with that focus, to help with that capacity for meeting and supporting yourself when frustration comes up, when anger comes up, when self-blame and attack come up. So if you want to be part of this event, or if you're listening uh, and it's already in the past, that event, you can always go over to PeteSibley.com and find the link 
there or you can go down to the show notes here and you can even register after the fact and you'll receive a recording of the event so both ways you get to benefit from what uh, unfolds there and I'm really excited about that so today's show is going to be about understanding why you know it makes sense that we do the things that we do and understanding ourselves so that we show up in the world the way that we want to show up in the world. You know, we want to show up as better people. We want to show up as kind people. We want to support and be of service. And so I thought, what better way to do that than to highlight, uh, in honor of this World Kindness Day, all of the guests that I have had on the show and have pulled out some of the best lines where they have shared their wisdom and really summed up uh, in in just a sentence or two what it means, the power of the transformative power, the transmutation that can unfold in something as simple as a self-kindness practice. You know, I talk about a self-kindness practice is not linear it has movement to it, and if you're looking at it as a graph, it's almost more like an exponential growth. You know, that, that hockey stick uh, that did talk about sometimes. It kind of goes along. It seems sort of flat, maybe a little progress, and then it really takes on some traction. And I think you're really going to enjoy hearing some of these clips and getting some of this inspiration and reminders of why it's so important to take that kindness and to turn it in and that it's not just a little thing. Actually, it is a game changer. I mean, I'm witnessing people recreating relationships in their lives. So one highlight that I want to uh, bring up was from a client of mine that I was speaking to recently. And they were sharing, they were about to, a couple nights before our, our call, they were about to go have dinner with a family member who there had been a lot of struggle. There had been a lot of uh, challenges in this relationship in the past. And as they were heading to dinner that night, they were driving in their car. And what they noticed on the drive is that all of the work that we had been doing with a self-kindness practice through self-kindness coaching began to take hold in that moment. So as it began to arise, the thoughts began to spin, the anxiousness began to come up, the self-kindness practice showed up. And it brought my client a sense of calm. They were able to remain clear and focused. They stayed in touch with what their opinions were and that that mattered. And they said they sat down for dinner. They stayed grounded. They weren't thrown off by the comments. They, their buttons were not pushed. And they said it actually was a really lovely, kind event. And, you know, I don't know if they walked away with big hugs, or, but the reflection of this client of mine living and experiencing real time a sense of calm and peace and, you know, trusting in themselves. That is such a huge win. So 
I'm so excited today to highlight all the reminders that these amazing guests have given us, and we're going to get into it right after this. Self-Kindness with Pete is supported by Union Yoga Monterey. They're now offering beach yoga classes at the Tides Hotel if you're here locally in Monterey, and you can sign up for all of this at unionyoga-monterey.com. So I'm loving it. Thank you, Union Yoga. Thanks for your support. Self-Kindness with Pete is supported and caffeinated by Captain and Stoker Coffee Roasters, located at 398 East Franklin Street in Monterey, California. And if you're not local, you can hop on captainandstoker.com and order up a bag, brew up a cup today. So why don't you love on them a little bit? They're great supporters of Self-Kindness with Pete. Grab a great cup of coffee. Thanks, Captain and Stoker. So I'm really excited to pull out and honor, you know, World Kindness Day by by highlighting some clips from some of my amazing guests that have appeared on the show. And I want to kick it off right off the bat with a guest that I had, Delma Jackson, on episode 14. And I think it'll just lay the stage for this conversation about understanding ourselves and why it is so important. And it always reminds me of uh, that Rumi piece where he talks about the idea that when I was younger, I wanted to change the world. And now that I'm, you know, a little older, a little wiser, I seek to change myself. And I Mm -hmm. think a big part of evolving has to invoke a sense of kindness to self. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. What we are incapable of extending to ourselves, we are incapable, I think, of extending to others. I think that's a great place to begin. What we are incapable of extending to ourselves, we are incapable of extending to others. So, you know, how does that fit into our lives? You know, to understand that are we incapable, you know, when we're judging ourselves, when we're beating ourselves up? Uh, you know, are we, are we missing an opportunity to be kind in that moment, you know, and to understand and notice when we're, when we're afraid of things like telling other people no, or when we say yes, and it's crossing a boundary of ours. Understanding when we're judging ourselves and we're holding it against us as, you know, what we think is maybe inspiration for change, and how that leaves us feeling uh, powerless, like we've done it wrong, you know, and we begin to spin out. And why do we treat ourselves this way? Why do we spend so much energy going out? Well, I think my guest, Trisha Huffman, in episode 18, uh, addressed this. We're worrying too much about what other people think about us. Mm. And we're mm. really not pausing to even think about what do I think about myself? What do I believe about myself? Like, what do I actually want? I love that stream of questions that Trisha puts out because, you know, we have been taught by well-meaning people, you know, confused, but well-meaning people that our worthiness, our acceptability, uh, you know, that we're approved or appreciated and, of course, loved 
we believe comes from outside of us. It comes from other people. And whether or not you believe you're inherently worthy or inherently enough, uh, if you research, you know, with the intensity of like a scientist or the intensity of a detective investigating, uh, you know, you will discover and understand that, you know, it makes sense why we judge ourselves so critically if we're looking outside for that love, that approval, that appreciation. And I love how my guest, Owen O'Sullivan, recently in episode 21, shared how the wisdom passed down from ancient traditions point to this knowing, this understanding that to know why we do what we do, we first need to know ourselves. And so when I was thinking about the word self-kindness, I was actually, I focused in on that idea of self and what is self. And mm. perhaps one of perhaps one of the most important imperatives of the ancient classical world was to know thyself, mm. which Socrates, the founder of our Western philosophical tradition, so Socrates quotes famously. But actually, Socrates was quoting uh, this was written over the temple door of the oracle at Delphi. And the oracle at Delphi um, lived at the omphalos, the navel, the belly button of the world. And you went to the oracle of Delphi, you went to the belly button of the world in order to ask questions about your future. And of course, the belly button represents our umbilical cord, the, our birth, where we came from, what we have inherited. So you go back to that spot of your birth, your connection with your mother. And that is the place you go to ask the question, what is to become of me? Where am I going? And of course, we only really ask that question when we're, when we're in times of suffering, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, when we're having a good time, we're, you know, we're having a good time, but it's really through suffering we say, oh my God, when will this end? Will this ever end? And so the Greeks, the, the ancients said, well, you go back to the Oracle at Delphi, go back to the navel of the world and ask that question. And as you walk across the threshold to ask that question, the answer you're given is actually know yourself. That's mm -hmm. where your future comes from. Mm -hmm. And so I, th I see self-kindness as the approach and self-artistry as, uh, as the result of mm. the knowing of the self, you know. So your self-investigation, your own self-kindness practice, it carries a lot of weight. I love how Owen spoke of it in, in those terms. So when you investigate where the experience, uh, you know, your feeling of worthiness, acceptance, approval, and appreciation arise and come from, you begin to witness that they always arise within you. You know, it's always an internal game. These feelings and experience, they come from within you. So to put it out onto another person, first of all, 
uh, it's really hard for that other person to meet it for us because uh, they can't give it to us. And second of all, we begin to see how it, you know, it's, it's a game that can't ever be won. Putting it outside of us to get something that's an internal experience. So that inside, that looking in, that tending, you know, that's what my friend and guest Kristen Rothballer spoke about on our fourth episode. This moment right now is showing me in so many different kinds of ways how important it is to to tend to our own home, like the home of our body, the home of our soul, the home of our mind, to really, um, you know, take the time to to cultivate uh, calm and peace and clarity and knowing and truth-telling and vulnerability and integrity and all the things um, that we can only do by paying attention to how we're really doing. And I think that is a profound act of of self-kindness. And, you know, there's so much to be present to in the world right now. there's so many different crises and opportunities and, you know, news cycles that are tugging at our attention, you know, begging for our full attention. You know, there's an addictive quality to distracting ourselves with like just the, the latest thing that's happening. You know, what's mm. the, there's an attachment to like knowing the latest thing. Um, and I'm absolutely guilty of that. Like, I want to know what's going on. And when I can begin a day by sort of pausing and sort of actually seeing how I'm doing and tending to myself, the quality of attention that I can bring to anything outside of myself is deeper, is fuller, is less uh, frenetic. So this is good news in my book, because what Kristen is talking about there is regardless of what is going on in the world around me, regardless of what is unfolding, can I build that capacity to get back in touch with what's going on in me and really tap into and remind that my source of well-being and calm and focus is it's an internal game and you know this is not to the detriment of the world around me it is to show up in the way that i want to show up to remove the distractions the mental internal distractions that stop me from acting uh in a kind and positive supportive uh fierce way in the world to bring about positive, good change that I believe, uh, that I believe in. And so those changes can happen internally. And literally, our brain is designed to change. You know, my guest, uh, Dr. Palin Kesseber, on episode 15, she talked about this, the malleability, I think I got that word, (laughs) of our brain and the ability of our brain to change that our brains are basically, they're malleable, they are plastic, they are not blocks of concrete that we cannot 
change. On the contrary, we can change our brains with intentional activities. And our brains actually change all the time, even if you want it or not. But if we have some intentional activities, um, such as mindfulness, we can shape our brains um, in a way that is going to be more helpful. And the mindfulness practice, what it does is it allows us to monitor our thoughts and our feelings in the moment. And then we observe them and that observation gives us the opportunity to respond in a way that is most constructive. I mean, I loved that interview with Dr. Palin Kessiber, and I love that her research is showing that, you know, she said it's observing your thoughts. Observing your thoughts. And what do we know about thoughts? Well, we know that we can find out what we're thinking when we get in touch and notice what's going on with our feelings and our emotions. Because our feelings and emotions come out of what we're thinking. So like Dr. Kessiber was referring to, we take time, we investigate, we observe our thoughts and our thinking. And that's all a self-kindness practice truly is, is giving yourself the okay, trusting yourself that it's all right to go back and look at what you were thinking and believing. You know, it doesn't make you a bad person to think and believe something. In fact, as I look, I notice that my thoughts kind of more come into my mind than they are something that I'm actively making happen. And that doesn't mean that I can't use things like affirmations and, you know, think about thoughts that I want to have. But if I'm having a certain feeling, I feel guilty or I feel shame or I feel upset and I notice my thought is I think that my decision is going to hurt somebody, well now I, as Dr. Kesseber spoke of, have an opportunity to notice that and to make a different decision. Maybe I reach out and talk to that person and to just get curious. Get curious about what is going on internally. And that's what Brian Bajari, uh, in the second episode of Self-Kindness with Pete, spoke so eloquently about. I'm learning that I, I just need to feel that feeling all the way through. Mm. If I just stop and breathe and feel that feeling all the way through, that feeling will leave within 30 seconds, maybe a minute. It's not that long. But if I run, if I just try and ignore it, that, that feeling's going to uh, tailgate me all day long into the evening until I'm restless and it comes back and haunts me and I want to distract, I want to watch a movie or I want to read a book or I want to read an article. Mm. And so I don't know if that's making any sense or resonates, mm. But, mm. but feeling that feeling all the way through, knowing it's just a feeling and and we can separate that time and allow... And then, and then explore. That opens up the possibility for exploring where that feeling may have originated from. Hmm. And that simple act of exploration is also what my guest uh, Hannah Owen spoke about in episode 10. 
And I think I would tell people to, to sit down, to think about who they really are and what they really want and why they feel like they can't have that. And I love that reminder because that is points to just that ability to live in the world without, you know, without fear. You know, when we go to a place of mindfulness and self-kindness, there can be this belief that, oh, well, if I'm not using judge, uh, judgment and I'm not beating myself up, I'm just going to be complacent. And that is, it's the complete opposite. It's the complete opposite. But it begins with that journey inward. And it begins with, you know, self-kindness there needs to be a belief in there somewhere that you are enough. You are worthy of doing this work. And so I wanted to wrap up these clips with my guest from just last week, Kristen Carter, on episode 24, who I think did such a wonderful job of just summarizing that idea of worthiness and enoughness and how we put it outside of us and then bring it back in. Self-kindness, self-acceptance, really acknowledging that who I am right now is just totally fine and who I want to be is going to be amazing, but I will not be any more worthy, any more valuable, any more lovable when I become that person who I want to be. I'm 100% worthy and valuable and lovable now, and that to me, is the very definition of self-kindness. So in honor of World Kindness Day, I invite you to be kind in the world on November 13th, 2020, but also to begin to really acknowledge the depth and the power you hold inside of you to take that kindness and turn it in. Begin to be curious to tend to that space in you, that capacity, you know, to sit with and allow those feelings to inform you and to let your brain (laughs) change, let it change by observing it and to notice when you go outside for love, approval, and appreciation and to sit back in that place and know that whatever you are capable of extending towards yourself, you're capable of extending that to the world. So I am so grateful you spent this time today. Check out all of these episodes if there was a guest in here you didn't uh, already listen to. If you heard something today that inspired you or think might inspire another person that you know, love, and care about, would you share this podcast with them? Would you take a time to rate this podcast or uh, leave a comment? Every time you do that, it helps to bring this self-kindness conversation higher as people are out there looking for what to listen to uh, while they're doing their dishes, while they're out on a walk, a little self-kindness. So I hope that you might join me in a self-kindness journey Be kind to yourself this week. I love you, 
and we'll leave you with a song. We'll see you next week. Hey, self-kindness with Pete listener. If you're feeling stuck, thinking too much, unable to control emotions, feeling challenges at work or in relationships, maybe you're feeling out of sorts. That self-talk is ramping up and constantly negative. If you've done personal work in the past but still don't feel like you're living that potential, your potential, living a big, fearless, purposeful, and peaceful life, then you got to sign up for my self-kindness coaching. Self-kindness coaching is my monthly one-on-one coaching where I'm going to teach you how to know your mind and to create the life you've always wanted. Don't be fooled into thinking because it has kindness in the title that it's not insanely effective. Actually, the opposite is true. You know, just like every person who speaks in this podcast, massive change in the world begins within us. That's why this coaching, self-kindness coaching, is so effective and efficient because it goes directly to the cause. No matter what work you've done in the past, my self-kindness coaching is for you and will change your life. Go to petesibley.com coaching for more info or click the link in the show notes. And can't wait to hear from you. Be